Hi, this is Ernest Biner, former Browns player. You're listening to Six B's and a P on AquaBearLegion.com. Number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can grow. Yeah, 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 Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, super grow. All right, everybody. I can't believe it myself, but the Browns win, defeating the Saints here in Week 2. Can you believe that? A win in Week 2. It's insane. And we're going to talk about it here on 6Bs and a P. Very excited. I was thinking about this, guys. This is our third season, a couple episodes in. I don't even know how many episodes we've actually done after a win. I don't think we're in the double digits by any means. Um <laughs> I guess this would be the ninth one, probably. I think they went four and twelve the last two years. So. Um, let's. We're gonna try to squeeze every ounce of happiness out of that, and I'm gonna do that on six Bs and a P today with this bushel of buddies this week. Chris Poland. Hello. Brian Weeby. Thank you. Ian Wolf. Terrence West touchdown dance. Terry <laughs> Oliver. Family size cookie. And Michelle Naw, who is off writing some wrongs at a bodega in Chicago. You know how she do. We're excited. Browns win, as we mentioned, defeat the Saints somehow, which is insane. Two in a row. Uh, and they get, their <laughs> they get their first win since last November. Their first home opener win since 2004. And only the second home opener win since they've been back in Cleveland. In 1999. That's just incredible. It's insane. It's the best. Huge, <laughs> huge win. Huge. I d okay, uh, real talk. Did anybody here think we could beat the Saints ever? No. Yes. Really? Yeah, fuck y'all haters. Dude, Drew Brees is really good, isn't he? He is really good. But, the interceptions uh, suck, but the Browns are better. The Browns are better than Drew Brees. Collectively. Collectively. <laughs> it takes all of them at once. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, think about how bad Drew Brees was completely – I think they held him to nine yards in the first quarter. Jimmy Graham didn't touch the ball in the first quarter. They shut the offense down, like, three series in a row, three and out. What? Never mind. Okay. And they managed to do that, and then somehow Drew Brees still just, like, came back and ended up having, like, a pretty good game. Like, Sherry's got him in, their fan in our fantasy league. Um, and he had a great game. Three quarters, even, of a great game equal to full one. I, I don't know. The, I think he had a great second half and, like, maybe last half of the second. For the day, he was 27 to 40, 237 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Hmm. Stats is back. That's right. That's a Derek Anderson-type game. It's very much a Derek Anderson type Who game. We started last week for the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if we talked about that. But we did. Yeah, we don't. So, we can all agree. Well, Chris, do you think the Browns could have beat the Saints? Would you believe that? You mean just, like, ever? Yeah. Prior to today. Yeah. With, with these collections of players. Yes. I think there's always a chance we could win any game, however slim it may be. 
That's positive. It's just like that Oliver Stone movie, um, Platoon. <laughs> it's just like that. Um, I mean, I'll agree with that, but at the same time, like, this is something I'd like to add, though, is that, like, I've seen the Saints play a lot because they're a good team that's put on TV a lot, and I've never seen them play as bad as they did today, especially the first quarter, and yeah, that's because their defense was kicking some ass. Yeah, I mean, the defense gave up a chunk of points, don't get me wrong, like, especially after that first quarter was awesome, but they gave up a few touchdowns, a few drives, you know, kind of in the middle of the game. And you're going to do that. Like, I kind of assumed, just like we all said, like, I wasn't, I didn't even think they could beat them. You assume Jimmy Graham's going to get a bunch of catches. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to happen. Drew Brees is really good. And it did happen. But somehow the Browns managed to score more points than the Saints. Or maybe we held them to less, too. I think it's a combination of all of those things, you know? Yeah, I mean, we played a good all-around game of football. Like, and that's something, like, I kept saying today to people. It's like, we're playing football. Because we've talked about that on this show, how, like, sometimes we watch other teams play, and we're like, oh, shit, this is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> it's all fast-paced. Yeah, and, like, today, like, you know, there was a couple flubs, but it was never, like, this, oh, dear God. Michelle's back, y'all. <laughs> She's back, Michelle. Oh, oh. She has righted the wrong. All is well. Mm-hmm. We are um, enjoying some chicken poppers or some shit <laughs> from Papa or John's. We write it. Yeah, we write it wrong ourselves, trying to order cookies. I'm going to write this wrong in editing when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Our Papa John's sponsoring. So, no, fuck Papa John's. Guys, don't order Papa John's. <laughs> he doesn't believe in universal health care. Yeah. But we tried to order cookies from Insomnia, and they think that we live 30 miles from here. Stupid hippies. Yeah, seriously. Prisons are filled with dumbass hippies like those Insomnia cookie people. Right? Love <laughs> <laughs> to have you on the show. That's another uh, conversation for another day. So, what was, like, obviously this is a huge win. It was unexpected. You know, we talked about the defense in the first quarter just completely shutting them down, how they you know, just kind of look like a different team than the Browns, which we brought up in the second half of the first game. This isn't the Browns team that we're used to. No, they seem like a well-coached, confident team. And how about we talk about those running backs? You know what I mean? They, like, that was like, that when we were watching the game today at this bar, this one guy at one point yelled, stuff it down their throats! And that's, like, what we were doing today. We were just like... We're going to hand off the ball, we're going to stuff it down your throat, and we're going to keep getting first downs. You know, like, when have we seen that in the past ten years? We haven't at all. For the or day, passes or any of that. For the day, uh, the running backs were combined 30 carries, 122 yards, and that touchdown by uh, West. Yeah. That's solid shit. That is solid. It's four yards a carry. It's It sets up the play action, which is... A large part of Kyle Shanahan's offense. I mean, when it works, it works, and it's a beautiful thing, as long as uh, Brian Hoyer is being accurate with his throws, which he was not exactly today. A little sloppy, but he had a touchdown, didn't he? No. Yeah. No, he did. Yes, he did. Thank you. I'm writing this right now. I think today we saw that you know he doesn't have a strong arm. You know, he's not an athletic quarterback, but he's got a brain on his head, which. <laughs> you know, a lot of our quarterbacks have it, so there you go. 
Do you think they have to give him a special helmet to cover the brain that's on his head? Yeah, shouldn't his brain be in his head? I hope that's they have some of that and some ACL. Yeah. On his head. Brain. Really Spilling out his ears. <laughs> no, I think you're totally dead on, Weeby. Like, one of the things that, as I kept watching this game, much like in the second half of the last one, like, when Hoyer plays, I'm not scared. It's a very different feeling than, like, your Charlie Fries and your Brady Quinns. And, and like, what was putting... Johnny Football in on three plays that were just a waste. It was like a waste of time. How do you guys feel about Johnny Johnny fucking footballs? I Not say, good. Yeah, give that mother a f- fucker a clipboard and just let him stand there. Yeah, let him give him a chair. Put him <laughs> in. Oh, give him a chair. Make sure he's sitting in it the entire game. Michelle called him Johnny Bench, which I thought was funny. But uh, <laughs> I, I disagree, though. I think that keeps the other team guessing. It gets in their head. It throws them, you know, puts them on their heels. Like, I don't think You're he played badly you know. either. He handed the ball off twice and threw a pass that a guy dropped. You know, I like, think, whatever. I'm sorry. I think getting in New Orleans' head is us sacking shit out of Drew Brees. Sacking him. You know, like, he was flustered the entire game. He didn't see it coming. He sacked the shit out of him, and he played like shit afterward. So, But I'm saying throwing in Johnny Manziel is like sacking Rob Ryan. He was flustered, too. Ah, uh, you see uh, Sean Payton screaming at him towards the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, that was great. that all the time. I love it. Rob Ryan looks like Luke Edwards' dad, I would like to say as well. And maybe we can try to get a photo of that. I will say, of everybody involved in the NFL, Rob Ryan is the person I would like to hang out with the most. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... Yeah, he just, guy just looks like a good time. Get a six-pack of pounders, build a gravity bong, and talk defense. <laughs> as far as Johnny Manziel, for me, I think, like, Brian, I can see where you're coming from on that. I mean, I think anything the Browns can do, because we are still, at best, an average team. Anything the Browns do to keep people off balance a little bit, I think, is good. But at the same time, like, Hoyer was a pissed off. And maybe that's why he, at one point, after Manziel came in, he completed, like, 15 of 17 passes. Hell yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm willing to take umbrage with you saying, at best, this is an average team. At best, I agree, too. I cringed a little. This is a good fucking football team. Yeah. We, like, we were- saw it in the second half last week. We saw it in the first and uh, part of the fourth quarter this week. When everything's clicking, this is a goddamn good team, and it is such a different right. feeling from last year. Ian Wolf will now be known as Johnny Umbridge, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's an adjustment, okay? What I'm trying to say is that's that's sort of the adjustment I've had to make watching this team, is that you think, like, okay, at best, this is a team that, like, yeah, if it gets a defensive turnover, or if, like, like you said, Hoyer can just be accurate and not turn the ball over, maybe they can get a win. But we've seen that when it's clicking, they are better than that. Like, it's not like we you know, got a ton of turnovers today either. You know, like, Hoyer yeah. well. Like, I don't think, like, we should dismiss Hoyer's game. Like, yeah, he didn't have any amazing, like, you know, passing yard touchdowns, but the man played well today, and we haven't had a consistent quarterback in some time. That's that's a fair point. He's he's a very strong game manager, but going back to what we were saying about his arm strength on that throw to Hawkins when he was so wide open, he almost under that. Yeah, he almost. If he doesn't underthrow that ball, that's a fucking touchdown. He threw some ducks today, but you know, you know what Peyton Manning says about ducks. He's proud of his ducks. He man is a fucking idiot. So if we can 
let's talk about it this way because so much awesome stuff happened in this game. There were definitely things that there needs to be work on, things that were awesome. I want to go through each of you and just have you tell me your favorite play of the game. Except for Chris, you didn't watch it. Make a play up. I was celebrating a friend's birthday. Oh, oh good for you. Happy birthday, whoever. Steve! Happy Steve. birthday. Also, hey, a happy belated birthday to our own Ian Stats Wolf. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you turned 63. Yes, I did. Happy we'll birthday. <laughs> you guys can sing to me whenever. Uh, so am I starting my favorite play? Yeah. None of them. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go with the touchdown just because I've seen the dance. Yeah, West touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, is, was that the only running touchdown? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, Hoyer threw one and then Deshaun Gibson ran one back. Oh, how awesome Ooh. was that? That was great. Yeah. Sherry Oliver, go next. Favorite play? That was also my favorite play because it was the only one that I was aware of. Right. Because I turned on the radio in the Lowe's parking lot. There it is. And it's pretty very high all day. <laughs> 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 Brian Weeby. Oh, I liked a lot of today. It was so good. Uh, I'm just the interception, the pick yeah, six. You took mine. Oh, that's okay. You guys are married. Oh, oh. Yeah, best play of the game. Yeah, Paul Kruger. So good. We needed it, and then it came. That's true. Yeah, last time you watched a Brown team, and you're like, oh man, if we could get an interception for a touchdown. That would be amazing. And then it never happens, and then today it happens. (laughs) That was the magic of today. Matthew Sweet would call that divine intervention, and then he'd write a song about it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, there's that fucking commercial. Ian, favorite play? Did you say you were? My favorite play is probably the Carlos Gansby sack of uh, Breeze in the fourth quarter. It knocked him out of field goal range. That was huge. Huge. Because if they would have kicked that field goal, they would have been up by four. Yeah, I would have taken a touchdown, which we would have had had Hoyer not underthrown Hawkins. Anyway. And what about, real fast, speaking of Brian Hoyer, game manager, what about those two drives, man, in the second half, 180 and 185 yards? Mm-hmm. Like, when the hell has that happened, guys? Do you we- remember a Browns quarterback driving our team down the field to win late in the game ever? I think Tim Couch did that once when I was in college. Bernie's a man. He's a man that existed. So real fast, before we get in... Well, wait. Well, who do you think... Okay, hold on. Let me think. (laughs) There's a street race going on outside. Close your doors. As worried, you just got chainsawed to death. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, a lot of chainsaws. It was literally like a guy driving really fast. Ten thousand on a chainsaw. On a chainsaw. So, who yeah. are our stars of the game, guys? Ian. Um, I'll say even though I've kind of shat on him a little bit, I'll say Hoyer just because of the game management. Like, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week how the 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 sequence at the end of the game was so awful last time the Browns had the ball. And this time they get the ball back two minutes left. They still have all three timeouts because they, they had their shit together in the second half. Right. And, and a, large, a large part of that's got to be, a large part of the credit's got to be given to Hoyer for that. Weeby, star. You know, I, I really just, there's so many people. I thought it was a, just a solid all-around team effort. You know, like I loved Kruger, Dansby, those guys were playing. Gilbert made some plays today, you know, like. 
the defense was solid and the offense was solid, but there wasn't like one person on offense that I really felt like was the guy. You know, Hawkins made plays, Terrence West slammed the ball, and it was great. Oh, Gary, Gary uh, Barnage or Bainridge. I don't even know his name. Whatever that guy is. That, that fourth down catch on that last drive. I think two guys, and it, hopefully this will continue, and I think if we see this next week, it'll be a good indication for the season. I think we have a very good offensive line. Oh, yeah. totally. I think we have better than last year. Kruger sacked Breeze so many times today. Boyer only got hit like oh. once or twice. Uh, Breeze was sacked uh, two times today, Hoyer once. There you go. Stats. Stats. Kruger was getting up in that ass. Yeah. Getting up in that ass and moving around. Mm-hmm. Moving around. Yes. Right. Um, well, what about Joe Hayden, guys? We were talking about this last week. We have Hayden What Gives. And I was listening to the Cleveland uh, ESPN postgame show. They were live from Horseshoe Casino in downtown Cleveland. And I will say that at a certain point, every call coming in was like a mega wasted guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not going to leave him on the air. Like, this one guy calling was like, I am so wasted. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, we have a $14 million license. We're not just going to let anybody talk. Oh. Um, but they... Uh, they discussed Joe Hayden as well, and I know it became a topic here last week between Brian and Ian about what's up with number 23. He got burned a couple times. He did. I'll concede that. there. He, he didn't look as uh, solid as he'd like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, like, I was ready to take everything I said last week back, but then I kind of saw a little more Joe Hayden not being the superstar we're paying him to be. That touchdown was pretty tough, man. But, I mean, I understand Jimmy Graham's tough to fucking cover. I mean, he's really good, you know. And when they were discussing it uh, in the postgame show, like, the one guy's argument was essentially that. Of like, look, what have you seen from Joe Hayden? Like, first of all, he's a great cornerback, you know, historically and respected. And so you're getting the best of whoever he's going against. You know, they're going to have a great game. And in the case of the first two games, it's been like pro bowlers, you know, Antonio Brown and then Jimmy Graham essentially today. You know, so you're getting people that are, like, at the top of their game, too. But, like, left me a little bit to be desired. That touchdown sucked. I'll, I, I agree with all of that. And, obviously, i am been shit-talking him for a while now. But I will say this. I noticed this watching the game today in a bar full of Browns fans. Like, you gotta, like, I was a little frustrated at times because I was like, come on, guys, you know there's going to be plays where we're not good. You know, like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're the Browns. You know, Joe Hayden will have a big game this year, and that's why that's why he's Joe Hayden. He might he'll probably have a couple, you know, like And his shoe game right. he goes up against hard people and he's gonna get beat. Shoe game is tight. I w- I would say like, you say there'll be plays with the Browns aren't good, which this year that, that that's different than what it's been, because previously it'd be there will be months where the Browns aren't good. <laughs> right. Totally. This is the first win since last November. And ha- how about Justin Gilbert? Like he, he played much better this week. Much better. He got concussion, I think, too. Oh, did he really? Came back, maybe cleared. Yeah, he got thumped on the head. I don't think it was a concussion or they wouldn't have let him come back. My second favorite play of the game was just like some little bullshit reception to Jimmy Graham, I think, in the second quarter. And uh, Justin Gilbert needlessly fought him for the ball for like 30 seconds after the play. That was great. I love that. Yeah. That was awesome. Totally. That was a great moment. Chris, you missed all of these moments. 
I did. What was your favorite one, though? I already gave you it. Touch um, it. It was the touch one to the dance. What's your favorite one you didn't see? I didn't see that one. Uh, all, I, all I've seen is the dance. <laughs> all right. Um, Here's we'd love to have you on the show. But there was a pick six. That sounds great. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, it was like a 40-yard run, right? It was like 60-something. 64, yeah. I believe. Nice. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, Brian Weeby. I this didn't look this up here. earlier. I'm sorry to step in. I'll be junior stats right here. This is kind of interesting. Well, stats. Well, let, let Daddy Stats show you how it's done. It was 16. Okay, hold on, minutes. hold on. Whoa. You're not going to be allowed to be called Daddy Stats. But it, it sounds like there was says, yes. every sort of play you want your team to be involved in. You know, there in was. a good football game. So that's, that's great. There yeah. were runs, passes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And you missed it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I missed it. <laughs> Before we head to our second edition of the Six Bs in a P Pie Corner. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's a thing, people. America. It's not going away. We're doing it twice, at least. Um, we're, we wanted to talk about a serious topic which came up today. Um, and this week, that was a bad week for the NFL in this regard, uh, PR-wise. Um, was that it's been a particularly crazy week for violence outside of the game, both with Ray Rice, as we talked about a little bit last week. The Onion had a great article today that Gray Grice was signed to the Ravens practice squad, and it was Ray Rice with a cartoon mustache drawn <laughs> on top of him. Um, but he, both him and Adrian Peterson, um, and then, of course, the ongoing issues with uh, uh, Greg Hardy and a few of the other people. People, they're just like going back and cutting anybody who hit anybody in the last year. Uh, it's been pretty crazy, and and that is apparently a part of the reality of today's NFL. Well, since since last we spoke about this topic, um, the Ray Rice video came out. That's true. And he was here last week, and he was summarily shit canned by the Ravens, Ooh, yeah, and uh, suspended indefinitely by the NFL. Well, I think that put everything into a new light, right? You know, like, it's one thing to read some words about it, it's another thing to see it. But is that yeah, exactly. that we should take violence against women seriously, is if we can see it? Right, because, I mean, we all knew what it looked like before we saw the video, right? That's, well, yeah, that's apparently the NFL stance. Well, like, I think it's one of those things that, like, we're all fairly intelligent people and not to sound superior or anything, but... You know, it, it, I think that's just part of life. Like, it's easy to ignore things when you don't really have to see it. Of course. I mean, the same thing with Adrian Peterson. Once the photos came out of what he had done, mm -hmm. I thought it makes it a different ballgame. Well, that's one thing, because, like, it could be disciplining your kid, lots of family spank. You know, that was one thing that, like, came out that it was like, oh, maybe this is, you know... Him just, you know, disciplining his kid, it's not the way we all do it. Which it turned out not to be. Like, he, like, beat the shit out of that kid. But, like, Ray Rice, like, we knew that he hit the shit out of his fiance. Knocked her out. Yeah. And then, like, it wasn't... It, he didn't really, truly get punished until the video came out. There had been no video. No less had she been... Fucking knocked out in an elevator. Yeah, I mean, we saw it's footage so of her getting like, out of it. It shouldn't be, like, there's some gray places, but there are some places that, like, violence against women, when you're a professional football player or any person, 
Not cool, guys. Not, not cool. cool. Neither is it against children either. But now the no, NFL. No, no, but like. NFL like, finds itself in a weird position now. It's got a bunch of man-crazed drug beasts. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, how about He's this? Trying to get, don't smoke any pot. Drug crazy. Yeah, right. Like Ray Rice, like criminally, you know, in the legal system, totally got away with it, and that right. really exists. Yes. Like, how is that a thing? You know, like, how is he not actually punished by the powers that be when that video exists? Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to spell justice with, like, $8 signs. <laughs> they were like, Ray Rice, Atlantic City. I don't know what happened to the tape. Nobody I, do. And for, I mean, maybe that's just the heart of the matter. If you're rich and powerful, you get away with shit. We all know that. Uh, it's been a weird week, though, because football players finally aren't getting away with shit. How about if, that? Yeah, it's like all pro, like, arguably, like, I think you could definitely, I mean, Ray, Ray Rice is pretty good, too, but, I mean, Adrian Peterson's a fucking Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. And For he beat the shit out of a four-year-old. And his son from another uh, woman than yeah. this one was mm -hmm. killed. A year and a half ago, by her boyfriend at the time, who beat the shit out of him. That's what I thought. Like I was thinking about that today. I was like, didn't Adrian Peterson's son, one of his sons, die because somebody beat him to death? Yes. yes. You would think he'd have maybe a better perspective on the situation than he currently does. Ugh. It's For, yeah, it's weird and gross, and I hate it. Yeah, the it's, NFL. Is, uh, the NFL is trying to like mitigate violence. <laughs> Field through all these different like rule changes, like you know the helmet to helmet thing or defenseless players and the way they've nerfed kickoffs and all that, but they don't seem to give a shit about what their players are doing off the field when it comes to violence. And yeah. I don't know how, how they reconcile those two things. Well, and I guess that's another thing I was thinking about though is how to like how do you reconcile it? I think it's the same thing as being expecting soldiers. Not the same thing, but here's here's a devil's advocate thing I'll say. We, you know, like there's this idea that's antiquated now that like if you go to Iraq and fight for us, you're a hero. Come on back, we love you. You won't have any problems, but of course you have problems because you were living a horrible life and killing people. To a lesser degree, football players we celebrate for being violent and crazy, but then when they're violent and crazy in their actual life, we're like, oh, how dare you? Right, it's true. There is this sort of—I mean, John Abraham this week in a slightly less publicized story. He wasn't—he wasn't as terrible um, compared to the others, but he um, was sort of backing away from the game. He's a veteran, of course, played for the Falcons for years, but played with the Cardinals now, and he might not play anymore. Uh, he's been talking about how he's realized he's suffering from memory loss, and he had some violent incidents and stuff in the past. And I mean, it makes you really think. Like, here's someone who's you know still actually playing the game. Um, and starting, who's even like, hey, I can't remember things, and like, you know, but as I believe I described them all before, man-crazed drug beasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 sick, and the thing that's even more terrible about it is that I think you're going to see these sort of going back now retroactively, and you're going to see stuff popping up, you know? I mean, obviously there's about like five or six things already since this Ray Rice thing started to happen have either shown up or um, all of a sudden they accelerated, like, you know, Greg Hardy and Carolina and this guy with the 49ers. There's like several people 
that are in similar situations. And then to have, you know, there's this violence against women domestic violence policy that Goodell put into place then where it was like very heavy hand, heavy, heavy, heavy handed. And at the same time, the drug policy is being restructured. And we'll talk about that later. Um, then all of a sudden you have one of the league's most high profile players in Peterson beating up a child. Um, it's just, it's something really that seems to now be part of the, and it sucks because I like football and I don't want to feel like I'm supporting this thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's a really complicated thing that sort of gets to, like, how complicated life is, you know? Like, it's something, as a culture, that I think is both... Po there's positives and negatives. Like, I think you could... There's a strong argument to be made that by, like, sort of as, you know, collectively exercising our violent demons watching this game we all enjoy, there's something good about that. But then there's also that we're sort of reveling in violence, you know? So, uh, it's just, it, it's questions I don't know the answers to, I suppose. But they're interesting. Yeah. It's pretty deep for six Bs and a P, but I did think we needed to talk about it. Um, someone else, I think, even put it in the outline. But I was Speaking of uh, deep for six Bs and a P, what say you we revel in some pilots? Yeah? No? Okay, I'm in. Let's play the, the uh, clip there. Okay, uh, we'll edit that in. Yep. <laughs> okay. Is it Pie Corner? It's time for the <laughs> Pie Corner! Oh, shit, yeah, it is. All right, guys. Last week we talked about our favorite pies. My question for you in this week's edition of Pie Corner, what's your least favorite pie? Sure. Can I real fast <laughs> say something to start off? Sure. I delicious pie. I'm going to eat my last piece of it right now. It is a family cookie, right? Is it's that the name of it? It's a cookie pie. Cookie pie. And I don't think two people are supposed to eat the whole thing. But we did. We Here we are. Um, and well, you're, you're, you're not a traditional family. You're not a traditional Double income, no kids. Chicken poppers, and I don't think that chicken was spelled properly, so I'm not sure exactly what we ate. Could have been a pie. Um, it's true. It could have been a pie. Let's hope that it was. But in the meantime, at least favorite pie. Let's start with uh, 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 our, our host Brian Costco. Hmm. <laughs> it's a tough question. I don't know if I know my answer. It's tough. I'm actually gonna say. Pie. Mm -hmm. Here. You know, like, you know what I really don't like is like the overdone, super sugary, over-the-top apple pie. Like the, you know, if you go to the grocery store, there's like the caramel apple crunch pie. Like that's not a pie. No, that's that's it's a diabetes bake. Right. Says the man. Cherry Oliver. Cherry Oliver, least favorite pie. My least favorite pie. I have a lot of favorite pies. Um. Don't care right now. That was last Not week. You should have My, you know what I, I, I really don't like are frozen, like pre-frozen chicken pot pies. Ooh. I don't like them. Oh. A homemade chicken pot pie is a different game, but like the freezer chicken pot pie banquet or Swanson or whatever, that can, that yeah. can be bad. They take two minutes in your microwave and like, or 45 in your oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gross. Explain that to me, science. Chris Poland, least favorite pie. Uh, PewDiePie. I find his videos overwhelming. I don't know what you're talking about. Brian Weeby, least favorite pie. 
I've got, uh, I think this may have been someone's favorite pie, and I apologize, but peanut butter pie I really don't like. That was me. I'm sorry, Chris. My it's mom okay. ate a bunch of it. It grossed me out after a while. We don't have to like the same pies. <laughs> That's what this, happens. this is what this show is really about, guys, is that we just we can be friends and have a podcast even if we don't like the same pies. Mm-hmm. As an example of freedom pie, Michelle Nah, least favorite pie. Cherry. I hear ya. I hate cherry pie. My mom loves it. I hate it. <laughs> the, the song or the actual pie? What? The song or the pie. Weren't. All of it. I hate all of it. <laughs> Everything is made of cherry pie. Fuck it. Fair enough. Yeah, what's yours? My, my least favorite pie? Key lime. Ooh, oh, yeah. I love key lime pie. I can't stand the stuff. <laughs> hey, real fast, I also wanted to mention that when I was in grade school, probably about first grade, and the guys on the show uh, may know this, there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sugar pie that was sort of... Uh, Ooh, yeah. Pudding pies. Kind of green pudding ooze and stuff. <laughs> a hand pie, like a hickory pie. Mm-hmm. That would be like, you know, a hostess deal. Um, and it had like green, neon green slime ooze in it. That I don't know what flavor it was. It was vanilla and it was delicious. Hold on. Why did you, why did you direct this? Why did you say the guys on the show might remember? Well, because I didn't think that you and Michelle were eating. <laughs> Ooze pies. Michelle might not have because her it, maybe if you're talking, I can assure you I was eating all of the garbage that had Ninja Turtles nice. on it. Do they have those? Can we get them on eBay? No. Well, if you could, you probably wouldn't want to. That's true. All I right, don't remember these pie pies. Corner. Pie corner, everybody. My corner's over. My corner got weird. My corner got weird and now it's done. We'll see you next week. All right. It's true. It's not just for boys. Uh, Quick break. We'll be back. Six bees in the pee on AquabearLegion.com. Hi, I'm Leroy Kelly, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and I'm listening to Six Peas in a Pot. (laughs) Something like that. All right. (laughs) <laughs> all right perfect <laughs> beautiful we're already getting some positive feedback on the pie corner oh from whom i just made that up i don't know <laughs> i got so excited we, we are since we're joined by michelle ma this week and michelle's not you know in every week a, a guest we're gonna put her on the six b's and a p super duper hot seat what's that mean <laughs> right, the music a hot seat. <laughs> we're Michelle. We're all gonna ask questions of you that we're improving due to lack of planning, um, and you gotta answer them. Okay, I'll do my best. All right, Chris Poland, you wanna start first? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Michelle. Yes, Chris. What makes Brian Weeby so neat? <laughs> I think it's mostly his hair. Ooh, he does have a nice hair. He's very tall. So I think tall that's his hair. Tall and hair, gotcha. <laughs> tall and hair, yeah. It's on my card. Ian Wolf. Uh, Michelle. Yes, Ian. Brian Weeby. <laughs> really? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. That's where she's at. Right. Um, <laughs> seems to be, you know, in right. Uh, I have, Michelle, I have a question for you. Yes, Rand. Um, Brian Weeby or <laughs> Brian Hoyer? Oh, Ooh, that's a different nice. question. Brian Hoyer has that just kind of sweet, dreamy face. <laughs> <laughs> But Brian Levy is very tall, and he has all that hair. Right. So I'm here in Hoyer. I'm here. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I, I, I already marked it for for Hoyer. Yeah, on watch on yeah, Hoyer, here I come. I should mention that Michelle Naw and all of our guests today here on the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline. It is September <laughs> down at Pierogi Mountain. <laughs> October. You get a foot long pierogi. <laughs> on pierogi, five dollar pierogi thon down at the pierogi market. Uh, <laughs> eat fresh, everybody. Subtober. Uh, Sherry, do you have a question for Michelle Nall? Hot seat. I don't, but I'm just glad that she's here this week. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm glad you're here, Sherry. Oh, All right. Yes, yeah, we made it. Uh, do we have a anything for that, Ian, to play? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Brian Weeby, question for Michelle Na, your common law wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we covered it. We know Hoyer's face is, is wonderful. I have another question. Go yep. ahead. Brian Weeby, comma, you're shitting me, right? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I heard a yes, so we'll mark, we'll mark that as yes. All right. One more for Brian Weeby, then. Um, I have some Browns-related questions for you, Michelle. I'm not okay. moving up in the Brian Weeby category. All-time favorite Browns player? Uh, Bernie Kosar. I already did that. Yeah, we did do that <laughs> last year. Okay, different one, different question. I cannot change my all-time favorite Browns player. <laughs> we need a Brown. Uh, recurrent, like, a current Brown. Because my second would be Sean Rogers because he had that funny-shaped head, and every time he, like, would go in for a tackle, it'd pop off. Right, um, like a mame kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> what about now on the Browns? My now favorite Browns player is... I'm pretty excited about Kroll. I think this kid's going to explode. I really like him. If he explodes, he won't be able to play for us. Oh. <laughs> but he may explode like Sean Rogers in Edamame. Yeah. Oh. Um, and that's why she's... I, re I really like him right now. Uh, that was actually my next question. Was and I really like... I do like Hoyer. Like, I like that he is also... Bernie loves Brian Hoyer. Which he does. And I think it's, I think that's really cute. And like I said, he just is like, I don't know. I don't think Hoyer ever thought he would actually get to play in a Browns game. And now he's playing for the Browns. And mm -hmm. he's not doing terrible. He's actually playing pretty well. He was doing well. And then he tore his ACL. And I bet Brian Hoyer thought, well, shit. And now he's back and he's playing. He looks good. He looks healthy. I like that about him. Most important, uh, what's your favorite uh, 
jersey pant color combination that the Browns wear? Ooh. I like... I don't know. I like the white tops, white bottoms with stripes on the sides. I think that I don't think the Browns should ever change their basic uniform. Brian was telling me, informing me that like we're about to get a uniform update, which we are. Me. It is me. I like that the Browns know like everybody else can get flashy, but the Browns are still we're basic. White jersey, white pants. Sherry, you're saying no. No, that's fine. What were you? <laughs> That's just my favorite. Sherry. You, it is I like them all, but you put me on the spot. I know. It's a hot seat. That's what it's all about. I know. That was what my gut said. I just want to throw out this to you. I watched a little Notre Dame yesterday, just a bit, and their new jerseys are disgusting and awful. What, what are they? Like? They're like a slightly different navy blue, but then they have this chintzy, like pattern on the shoulders and then instead of the all gold helmet they have like like a cross hatching on the gold and then a big ND on the side and I mean it's like you guys own this simple concept you know like why would you ever change that it's like it's Apple like computers the and the Yankees and the Cleveland Browns it's like you got a basic thing that works you fucking stick with it. Yeah. The only time the Browns have ever been mentioned along with Apple and the Yankees. I like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, now I'm worried about the uniform upgrade. Oh yeah, yeah. I figured. Do, do you think they're talking... gonna put something on the helmet? Oh god, I hope not. They can't do that, can they? <laughs> exactly. Brian told me they're changing the uniform. I was like, they can't do that. They're totally gonna try to make them look like the Seahawks uniforms, which just doesn't it isn't right for the Browns. No. Like I agree. I think weird diamonds and shit. I don't know. It just diamonds. The Browns are an old school team, and they deserve old school uniforms. Totally. Ian. What? What are your favorite uniforms? What do you think about the uniform upgrade? Uh, I think it's unnecessary. Do you think they should play in the nude? Chris, what's your favorite color combination? Yeah, I think I've got to go with just the. I like just the white jerseys with the stripes. Mm hmm. I like, you know what? They actually had some orange pants at one point. I like those. Those are nice. Brown jersey, I thought it was kind of tight. No. Brown jersey, orange pants? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to it. I like yeah, it, too. No, no, no. I didn't like the orange alternate jerseys from, like, the early aughts. I wasn't too into those. Though I should order, like, a sweet uh, Michael Jackson one or something for, like, $1.50 on eBay. That is the thing, though. I can t- Like, you know, they're going Seahawks with the jerseys because they're going to make the orange all neon and shit. You know they're going to do that. Daglo <laughs> orange. Oh, uh, can they do that? Brian Weeby, where are you getting your information? Uh, this is all, you know, just guesses. There's oh, that's a I know they're making new uniforms next year, and I'm yeah. betting, based on the trend in football uniforms, that they're going to be, I don't know. They're going like, to like them. They're going to look like construction. The Browns have stayed pretty solid. Yeah. New owner, he's trying to maximize potential. He's probably, you know, what it's going to be? It's going to be like neon orange dollar signs for the Manziel years. Pilot <laughs> flying J uniforms. Yes. 
Flying J's and dollar signs. So speaking of dollar signs and someone who's possibly missing out on lots of them currently, we got some good news this week that Josh Gordon might play some football this year. Uh, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, the NFL and the Players Association reconfiguring the drug policy. And it looks like Gordon's going to go down the last I read. It was 10 games, I think. And That's I got to say, I think yeah. it's so stupid. You know, like, under the new policy, he didn't fail the test. So why is there still any suspension? Right. I, who the fuck knows? I, I just, I'd be happy to have him for even six games. I really appreciated a coworker of mine. We're in a, I'm in another fantasy football league. Guys. I heard about this. Yeah. He's not happy. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Happy. We're in another league. And he's You're on the hot seat again. Other fantasy <laughs> football league? Really? Awesome. My coworker is Josh Gordon. There was a debate in the league whether or not he got points for three points for every car Josh Gordon sold and an extra point for the extended warranty. <laughs> Ryan Weeby has him in our league. That's some low-hanging fruit if you ask me. Tell your coworker to step up his game. There it is. <laughs> I mean, like, what happens, though? I mean, human- this offense actually seems to be fairly proficient with no Josh Gordon. It would have been great to have Jordan Cameron today. But Andrew Hawkins, Miles Austin seem to be at least serviceable. Travis Benjamin. You can have serviceable or you can have the best receiver in the league. Right. And, and I'll take the best receiver in the league over the field. Hell yeah. Agreed. It would add a new dimension to the game. But I think something we haven't talked about yet, and I think why we're good now, is it seems like the coaching is and like the game plans are working. Patton. No huddle. Patton and Shanahan, they're like, you know, I don't know. I, 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 think I swear to God, <laughs> Patton's wearing that headset just for show. He doesn't even do anything. He doesn't speak into it. It's just Because I feel like that's the thing. Like, everyone knows what the fuck is going on. Do you get that idea? Yeah, yeah. I think they're definitely better prepared. Do you ever remember feeling like a Pat Shermer sideline seemed like they knew what they were doing? <laughs> Pat Shermer sideline was always concerned with uh, what are we having for uh, dinner after the game, guys. <laughs> it was like Benny Hill theme music. You know, there'd be like guy like running plays back and forth, people screaming. You'd be like, you know, I don't know if I've ever really felt like. I mean, I loved Romeo Cornell, but I felt like even when things were good under him that one season, like it didn't seem like people knew what was going on. <laughs> Yeah, that season was definitely an accident. Favorite Browns moment of the last 10 years. When Romeo Cornell could no longer hold the challenge flags because he was throwing them too much. There it is. Romeo, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, Romeo Cornell. Hell yeah. He's still one of my favorite Browns coaches, for sure. Speaking of former Browns uh, coordinators, Rob Ryan today. Yeah. Yeah. We got under his Get the, pissed. Let's get the business from Sean Payton. Yeah, and Pat Shermer's still in Philadelphia, too, as the offensive coordinator, I think. Which is just insanity to me. I don't understand. Norv Turner up in Minnesota. Yeah, they lost today. Yep. Chud is somewhere, isn't he? No, he's not. I don't he's think like so. He's like a special advisor to the Colts, I believe. Him and Jim Tressel. Chud, we'd love to have you on the show. Jim Tressel's like a college president. 
Where's Man Genie at? Anybody know? Butch Davis? Are they both? Uh, they're dead. Stats, look it up. Lamb and both coconuts of, on the beach? Both of them have died. <laughs> I died. Look it up. Dead. Dead. Damn it. All right, it's confirmed by Michelle. Butch Davis. <laughs> I hardly knew you, Butch. And if you were still alive, we'd love to have you on the show. Apparently he's, he's an advisor for the Buccaneers, Butch Davis. Ooh, we're going to all go see the Buccaneers play the Browns, it sounds like. Yes, we need to get Captain Cleveland on Mike. Everything. Yeah. Um, that's the thing is, I feel like if we announce it on air then, too, that means we'll definitely do it. Well, we said a lot of things about draft day that didn't come true. None of those. Brian Weeby watched it, but a few weeks after. That is true. Chud is, of course, special assistant to the Indianapolis Let's Colts. have a quick check-in. Who's seen draft day? Anybody? Any new draft day viewers? No. Sorry. Oh. None of you have seen it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I just yeah, I'm gonna keep checking in. You guys should watch it. It's real bad. It is so <laughs> amazing. I can't believe you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, you can. Uh we're gonna see it? No. Oh, man. <laughs> you think Dave's seen it? Because it's so terrible. Is it on the Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, we watched it on the internet. <laughs> It's on the Randy internet. <laughs> That's what Sherry calls it, right? That's my new favorite thing. Randy net. Um, we're going to take a quick break, send it off to a 6B1P station ID for you. We're here on AquabareLegion.com. Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns! Hi, this is Ernest Biner, former Browns player. You're listening to 6Bs and a P on AquaBearLegion.com. We're back! Oh, Just like oh goodness. That's right. Uh, that's terrifying. Everyone, everyone with us still? Yeah. We're still here, man. Celebrating a Browns win today over the Saints, who we, we are actually pretty good, so that's even more exciting. We're 500 again. What's that? We're 500. Yeah. 500, one and one. Hey, look at look at where we are now compared to after week two last week or last season rather. Yeah, we were going to had just traded uh, Trent Richardson, which again I was totally in favor of, and it makes me feel good every day that he sucks. Yeah, did he do anything last week? No, he just was mediocre as usual. Unfortunately, I I, I do feel I want the guy to succeed honestly, but so ultimately we we'll have to get rid of him at this point. What we got for Trent Richardson was we got Johnny Manziel, essentially. Same, uh, same story, uh, different name? I don't know. What's the tune? Let me pose a question to each of you guys really fast before we get into the tweet of the week, which is if Hoyer keeps playing like this, like this obviously wasn't a great game for him stats-wise, you know, but he managed the game. He led two giant drives. Obviously, Brian Hoyer is the quarterback of this team right now. If, yeah. Let's say we're here, let's say week 10, all right, and the Browns have played nine games, and the Browns are like 6-3 and three, or 5-4, and four, and Brian Hoyer's like been pretty awesome because that would be insane, right, if they were above 500. <laughs> Do you start to think about trading Johnny Manziel? No. No. A good backup in the NFL is uh, a valuable thing to have. And we don't know that he'll be a good backup, but... 
I think if they can take the time and develop Johnny Manziel into a an NFL player, we will. Hold on, I'm getting a. I'm, hold on, Michelle. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm getting something from um, the powers that be above us that we accidentally committed a 6B, 1P violation, a self-imposed violation, by oh, no. using the name Manzel. Um, oh, no. oh, is that something you guys don't do? Yeah, but it's okay, because you're not, you haven't been on this show. Everybody bench. <laughs> I like that. We'll accept Everybody that. bench for at least it's, a year. Well, actually, this brings up a bigger question. Who is above us? Yeah, when you said the powers that be, it got a little... Got weird. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. He means Sherry, guys. Sherry. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Manziel. You did it again! Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> okay, so everybody, everybody thinks you... Because look at what happened today. RG3 got injured, and my man Kirk Cousins came in. <laughs> I didn't realize he was great the name. Man. Great name. First off, Big Ten, corn fed. He's like, this is my brother. Kirk Cousins, me and Brian Weeby went to that game. Brian, you remember that? The Redskins game? Where Kirk Cousins fucking destroyed the Browns, man. Do you remember that? Yeah, he just bootlegged all day and kept throwing passes. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is awesome. And, <laughs> it, you know, he kicked a bunch of ass today. And he's been like kind of one of those like maybe he'll be a Browns quarterback someday. <laughs> yeah, right. We talked about that. Yeah. That's a good episode. That's a classic six B one P episode. Me and Brian Weeby's drive back from watching the Browns play the Redskins. Uh, but yeah, Kirk Cousins came in, and that's a good thing to have. You know, Brian Hoyer got hurt last year. Do we have a third quarterback on the roster? Is Grossman? No, they cut Grossman. They cut his ass. We just have John Football. No. Jonathan Q Football. Crazy. I think uh, that Connor Connor Shaw or whatever, he's on the practice squad, I think. He's, he's probably the closest to a third stringer. You know, I think it's ideal, though. You know, like, uh, you know, look at uh, San Francisco, for example, who are playing right now as we speak. They had Alex Smith, a smart game manager guy. They let Colin Kaepernick ride the bench, and he's clearly got a few more weapons than Alex Smith. And I think it could potentially be a similar situation here. You know, like, Hoyer's good, and I'd love him to stay the quarterback. I'll say that. But I do think upside-wise, because he's an unknown at this point, you got to think Manziel maybe has more upside or, you know, skill set. Right. right. Or, or more trade value than he might once he's exposed for not being that good, potentially. That's true, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry, I said Manziel again. I mean Johnny Bench football. Chewing right. on it. I, ju I just think, like, RG3 is a great example of a all-star college quarterback getting drafted in the NFL. They threw him in right away. And he, I feel like he's flared and burned out at this point. Like, I would like to see the Browns develop Johnny Bench into a football player and then play him at the footballs and, <laughs> and then see where we're at. Instead of throwing a kid straight out of college into the NFL, it just doesn't seem wise at this point. And we've got a decent quarterback right now. He's winning games. 
So why why throw in this kid? Which like in my opinion, we wasted three plays on on him today. Like I thought about that. Boyer, keep playing. No huddle. Drive that ball. It worked out. Like the timing worked out for us. But like those could have been three plays that like we really needed. We're going to go no huddle right now into the tweet of the week. Ian, it's the tweet of the week. All right, Sherry didn't give them to me this week, guys. So you're dependent on what I happened to find while I was excitedly watching the game. <laughs> First thing I wanted to talk about is that I found several tweets, and this isn't the official tweet of the week. Sherry's sending them to me right now, America. She's heard me. Isn't that amazing? Tweeting at you? Even though we're all here in the Aquabare Legion headquarters together, it's still nice to be contacted through the phone. Um, several Browns and former Browns all were excited about the Browns' victory today. I thought that was pretty amazing. I saw Josh Cribbs tweeted, congrats to the Browns winning their first home opener in 10 years, beating a very good Saints team, hands clap, emoticon. Josh Gordon, who I was just informed by Sherry Oliver on the Fresh Take Pierogi Mountain Fresh Line breaking news hotline, Sherry said that Josh Gordon is now allowed back at the Cleveland Browns practice facilities. But he's still high on marijuana. <laughs> I know, it's okay, though. That'll just, it's good. No, that's, that's what we want. We don't yeah, want him to be high on marijuana. Yeah. And, um, but... Josh Gordon tweeted, couldn't watch it, but I heard about it. Good game, boys. Um, but I also, I, who is it? I think it was Jordan Norwood. That was the other one. Congrats on the dub to at Phil Taylor 98, at Joe Hayden 23, and my dog's in Clee. So, I mean, that's kind of nice. You know, this win was so important that even these guys that used to play for the Browns realized it. Um, but our we got a couple actual tweets of the week. First one comes from Michelle's new favorite dude. Isaiah Crowell, uh, at Isaiah Crowell 34. This is from five days ago. At Chef Simon, that's Michael Simon, of course, the Cleveland's famous uh, Iron Chef America chef. THX, which I think means thanks and not the audio system used in movies. Uh, can't wait to try at Lola Bistro, but please don't challenge me to at Iron Chef America comp. I'm better at running than cooking. <laughs> uh, so, what is he uh, like? Twenty years old? Yeah, he is. I think. Uh, Ernest Biner, this is a good one. Sherry sent me our last tweet of the week. Ernest Biner at E Biner. Ernest, of course, one of our he's one of our strongest supporters. I think, right? It's safe to say. Yeah. An endorsement. Probably huh? the strongest. The strongest supporter of this show. At E Biner, good whiskey with a good victory. Hashtag cigar. <laughs> um, and those are the tweets of the week, Ian. What is that? Oh God! Is that the door? No, it's not the door, is it? I think that's the door. <laughs> God damn it! Somebody get. Manny. <sighs> Somebody get the door. Michelle, get the door. Come on in. Oh. Wow. Some sort of monster. 
Two questions. Why was there still knocking even once? <laughs> I was worried I opened the door wrong. That's his clipped penis. I don't know what's going on with you guys. Door, but it's, it's, it was knocking. I'm still knocking. I might not stop knocking. Who is this? <sighs> you. It's Bernie. Those are. QB, QB, QB. Bernie, at Bernie Kozar QB. How's it going, Bernie? It's good. I've been better, you guys. I've been, I've been, I've been better. But the Browns won today. Did they you? did. They did. But yeah, I don't want to talk. You guys have been two of these episodes. This uh, uh, whatever you call it here. Six pieces. Who? Oh, you guys want to talk about some pie? I'll talk about some pie. You missed your favorite pie, Bernie. My favorite pie, pecan. That's a good pie. Boy. Real talk, pecan. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's a good five. Two weeks you've been doing this. I heard, I heard it through the grapevine. You haven't invited me, and I've been sitting there. I invited you guys to my bar mitzvah, and you didn't come. Five k. You want who? Is that happening? Is the Bernie five k happening on my birthday? I, uh, you know, I've got managers and handlers that deal with all that for me. When's your birthday? November first. Yeah, it's uh, the first day of November. Nice. Thanks for the confirmation there, Bernie. Well, I, I watched the Browns' victory today. Yeah, this one, I, I, tweet, I tweeted. I tweeted. Okay, what did you tweet, Bernie? I, I, I love the emotion at the end of Browns' game and Brian Hoyer calmly kissing the grass. That was very thoughtful, Bernie. Yeah, it was. I've I've been taking poetry classes at uh, Cuyahoga County Community College. <laughs> oh, very nice, very nice. Are you a non-paid endorser? I am indeed. I just you could go there and you can get your general ed requirements taken care of, and then you can go to Central State. Good old Quad C. Uh, Are you kind of taking a new uh, new lease on life then, Bernie? Yeah, I have working on getting my real estate license. Guys, I actually have – so, Bernie, uh, my birthday is on November 1st, and we were all talking about going to see the Browns on November 2nd in Cleveland to play the Buccaneers. And I just found uh, your 5K is Saturday, November 1st at 8 a.m. There, there's only one K in the alphabet. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Bernie Kosar, everybody. I gotta go. Alright. Glad to have you back. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, we love you, Bernie. It was good to hear from him. Was it? No, I mean, it's sort of. It's nice that he yeah. checked in. He had a thoughtful yeah. tweet. and It was. You know, I mean, yeah. Coming I, want, I want to hear some more of this Bernie poetry as the year goes on. Bernie Freeform? Yeah. Um, slam, uh, what did you just say? Robots? <laughs> I said Bernie the Slam Poet. 
Bernie Slampoed, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, final question before we get into the preview of next week and end this victory train is I want to ask each of you, is this team for real? Maybe. We need a little more evidence. I honestly, I texted my mom today and I said, maybe this year, question mark. I'm hopeful. Hopeful, I'd say so. Maybe this year. Maybe this year. We need a, I need to see a little bit more. Maybe this year. Cautious optimism, as always, uh, but I a little more so than usual. What are you most hopeful about? What gives you the most hope right now, Chris? Football today. Yeah, general competency. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it seemed like a it was a real like game plan execution, you know. Yeah, it seemed like they knew what they were doing and were trying to do specific things. Yeah, like, I feel like this is just... Brown's wins in the past, like Michelle was getting at. Kind of feel like, oh, luckily that thing happened to save our asses, you know. Right. I say I, I feel like this is the same conversation we had after like week, you know, six or seven last year. Is is this team for real? And I think at that point, you know, the feeling was yes, they might actually be, and that's the feeling I have now. And being a Browns fan also means I'm a defeatist, so I feel like the other shoe is going to drop, even though I have I have more faith that it's not going to, and I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's because you start to think about this same team with Jordan Cameron back in it and Josh Gordon playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Totally. Who would have thought we'd have won a game without either of those guys playing? Or Ben Tate. And Ben Tate, right. And Barkevius Mingo didn't play that. Yeah. Um, well, and I think it's a good segue, actually, into next week where the Browns take on the Ravens at home, the hated Ravens, who are also 1-1, one one, I believe, uh, got thumped, right? Or thumped the Steelers. Yeah, they thumped the Steelers. But I, they're not impressive. I mean, I feel like... Uh, from what I've seen, not to say that the Browns aren't impressive, but I think it could be a pretty, it'll be a tight game, I think, honestly. Browns can win this game, though. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they're going to win this game, and I think it might not be close. Hmm. Is that your bold prediction? That's my bold prediction. That's my Mike and Mike, uh, Colin Cowherd, Sports Nation bold prediction. There it is. Chris Poland, do you think Browns can beat Ravens next week? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, we've seen this offense kind of click. Uh, Brian, you know, we mentioned earlier the uh, play action, the running game. Like, it seems like Hoyer can kind of handle all of it. And, I mean, especially if you start to think about another offensive weapon like Cameron or Gordon coming involved, I really think they could do some damage. I mean, I wouldn't have thought the defense gave up. They should have won last week, too. That was close at the end there. The Steelers yeah. won on the and, I mean, the defense shouldn't be giving up this many points. And I think at a certain point they won't. Um, and I could definitely say that I feel like the Ravens aren't as good offensively as the Saints. No, not, not even close. Yeah. But I do think they're better defensively. They do have a pretty good defense. But you know what? Fuck them. The Ravens. They can exactly. Yeah, the Ravens are... They're the Brian, worst. Brian Costco? Ian Wolf. Steelers check in. 
Um, yeah, I think we have it here. Uh, they can eat our butts. They're uh, yeah. 0-2. They're 1-1. One one. <laughs> <laughs> but they can indeed eat our butts. They can eat our butts. Um, they didn't look very good, though. The Ravens beat them pretty good. You take that fucking first half of that first game away, and this is a 2-0 and Cleveland Browns team. And and we're all fucking full chubs over here. <laughs> That's right, man. Um, you know, one other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into next week is going into this Ravens game again and thinking about the Steelers in this division. Obviously, the Bengals are two and zero too, um, and right up on top all by themselves. Um, who do you hate more, Ravens or Steelers? I know we've talked about this before, Weeby. Steelers. Ian. Steelers, probably. Michelle. Steelers, because they don't truly consider the Ravens an actual team. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Pretty equal, I'm going to say. Cherry. She said Steelers. Yeah, and I gotta agree. I really hate the Steelers, too. I don't know what it is. I mean, the Ravens, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, needless to say, a win against the Ravens at home next week would be huge. I mean, you're talking about a 2-1 Browns team um, going into the bye where they can't win or lose. Um, that's uh, exciting. It is the Browns. <laughs> they could end up with a tie or something like that. Um, all right, any final thoughts going into uh, week three? Uh, fuck you, Steelers. Alright. Who do they play next week? Dunno. Somebody. There you have it. Alright. I can't believe the Browns won, but they did. So let's all enjoy feeling better about ourselves this week. Go Browns! I want to thank Ian, Chris, Michelle, Brian, Sherry for uh, joining me at 6Bs and a P headquarters on AquaReligion.com. Your one source for Force. You can find us here every week in the Brown season where we will continually find something to talk about to try to, you know. Enjoy it, man. Gotta enjoy it, man. Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns!